people, welcome to another episode of Love Thoughts with Sadia. It's International Women's Day, so happy International Women's Day, people. And the theme for this year is I am Generation Equality, and it's about realizing women's rights. In honor of that, today's episode is going to be about sexual and reproductive health rights, SRHR. And I'm not going to be doing this alone. I've got a guest with me, a very, very special guest. We go way back. We went to the same secondary school and um, we bonded over the love of, I remember we bonded over the love of music and rap music back then. Right. (laughs) Let's, let's get, let's get serious. We we may actually do another one on music and rap music. Maybe let's do one on our old. Back in the day. Back in the day, rap guys. Okay. Yeah. Even with, I don't understand the new school anymore. Like my playlist is all back. Uh, old school. Honestly, old school. I miss, I miss, I miss them. <laughs> ah, God. But let's, let's get serious. So I'm going okay. to introduce herself and tell us about herself and about the amazing work that she's doing with the organization she works for. So please take it away. Okay. Hello, everybody. My name is Connie Wendy Parker. I am a co-founder of Beulah F- uh, Future Leaders Foundation. So, uh, basically, I and my girlfriend just, uh, since we work on uh, sexual reproductive health and rights as individuals and uh, gender-based violence, gender equality and all of that. So, we decided to just come together with other young people and create um, an organization, register and all of that. And named it Beulah uh, Future Leaders Foundation. Our watchword is for young people, by young people, with young people. And basically, what we the scope we cover, as I said, is sexual reproductive health and rights, uh, gender-based violence, gender equality. You know, um, about our society and all of those um, issues that we're trying to tackle. And in um, in the nearest future, we um, we also hope on in delving into um, child protection services. So yes, that is it. Thank you. I really I really see the future of child protective services. So thank you yes. so much for doing this with me. No, what am I even saying? You actually suggested <laughs> this and being a right, of this, right, I jumped right. on it. So yes, please. Thank and you. Because your for... voice is so amazing, like so uh, uh, sweet uh, and soothing. Uh, like your other people, I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? no, I have to shoot with you. <laughs> please, thank you for thinking oh, about yeah. this in the first place. Right. Sure, sure. <laughs> So, as you guys know, I'm all about raising awareness. I mean, it's the little I feel any normal human being can can do with all the issues happening around us. And the theme for this year's International Women's Day is all about taking action against inequality and raising uh, raising awareness against bias. And um, ensuring that girls and young women realize their rights to sexual and reproductive health and actually give them that power to take control over their lives and their bodies is very critical in right. achieving gender equality. So, mm-hmm. SRHR, Sexual and Reproductive Health Rights. Can you give us a, a little background about what this is, what it means, and what are some of the issues that are being faced? And then if you could relate it to how it affects young people. Okay, so um, SRHR is um, it's just the overall it's just a concept of human rights. So it has a, it's the application of our sexuality and our reproduction. And um, firstly, it just started off with um, countries trying to um, control population for economic reasons. But furthermore, after the 1990, uh, ni- 
1994 uh, ICPD uh, conference. So um, after that, which is International Conference on Population and Development, uh, where it focuses on public health and human rights. And at that point, um, they were able to draft out a program of action which affirms that sexual reproductive health and rights is a universal human right. So um, how it affects how it affects young people, we realize that at the end of the day, every young person goes through all of these issues. And sexual reproductive health and rights has to do with your um, adolescence. You know, um, when when as an adolescent, your body is changing. As a young adult, your body is changing. Like your life as a, as a, as a human being as a whole is ever changing. You know, but um, your physical and um, yeah, your f- physical biology and all of those things. So. It affects our life generally uh, as young people and um, we have um, abortion, we have uh, unsafe sex, we have uh, menstrual hygiene, we have child marriage, we have a, a female genital mutilation, we have uh, what they call gender-based it, violence. Um, gender-based violence. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot. It's a, it's vast. Yeah. And then you you can also have fistula because child marriage and fistula is mostly linked, mm-hmm. especially in the aspect where in uh, where Nigeria is a developing developing country. We're a third world country, so we um, child marriage really affects us affects um, these girls, especially in the aspect where they they, they, they happen to have fistula because they are too young to give birth now in other countries where um they're developed you can have girls of 16 15 give birth and then you don't hear about fistula issues it's because of their health care but here in africa we especially in nigeria we don't really have that health care to take care of this young girl so that's one of the reasons why sexual reproductive health says just stop child marriage you don't have the capacity you don't have the the health care to take care of it and also it's an infringement of that person's right that girl is not fully grown she's she 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 doesn't she doesn't have um that decision she's a child you know so that's why at the universal age it's just like 18 so why don't you just allow girls be girls? And then the whole African context where they sexualize girls, and um, then it's like because of the patriarchal society, it has it has put girls in a position where we don't. Uh, it's like we we are of lesser value. Mm. So the, the the boys are being put out to you know be this, be that. But then the girl is like your life is confined to just uh, marriage yeah and uh, yes so you're, you're you're relegated you're put at the background it's like every other thing every other person or every other male is going here and but then you you're just put at a corner because maybe it's like you're a subhuman so you know so this is this are part of the issues of s mm-hmm. uh, sexual reproductive health and rights yes and how it affects us as young people and also overall with uh, the menstruation it has to do with your um periods you know it's it's like a shameful thing there's this shame attached to period you know back then when we're menstruating you have to like if i go buy a pad you I have, have to, to wait hide. till everybody <laughs> leaves that shop man nobody will know i'm there to buy pads so it was really crazy and these are the things this is normal women menstruate you know so why should we be ashamed of it that's why when we go to school we reoriented them this is natural if i don't menstruate i can have children you would even be born if your mom does not menstruate do you, do you get so like these are the things the, the, the misconceptions and the shame attached to it we're trying to dispel and also um like world bank they they, they have um projects where they they they, they, they contribute to um 
to 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 uh, societies where they're less privileged and they, then they make access they have access to uh, good uh, water for the girls and uh, good toilets and all of those things overall uh, with your body and you know how women we are with our mm. private you know you can't just uh, you go sit down on a toilet these are the issues we're just trying to dispel and then also for girls to know about um, um the, the pain that comes with menstruation like and how your body is ever changing the other day i was talking to a friend of mine that imagine it's at 26 i started having menstrual pain like real menstrual pain where i have to bend my back and literally take pills mm. at that age and i didn't know that so i'm like why is my body receiving all of that and i didn't even know that it was at 22 i literally learned about ovulation so these are this this these are things that women yeah. should know. We, but because biology, I can remember biology class, it was so vague. What did you yeah. think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the, the things that we really need we're not we're not really doing. Right, like, right, 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 right. So that's just basically thing, it. Mm-hmm. Go on. One thing that I noticed as well is you know, th- these issues that we're facing, they're actually they all link to one another. So for example, right. child marriage. When a, when a young woman or girl experiences child marriage, um, mm-hmm. there's every possibility that they should experience violence, abuse, right. mm-hmm. all of that. There's every possibility that her baby or if she gets pregnant and she has a child, babies born to younger mothers are also at greater risk of, you know, some kind of illness or <clears throat> or the other. Right. And for some reason as well, you know, the child's life, her education, her social life, everything, you know, it just mm-hmm. has a very major impact on a woman or a young girl's life. Like, I want us to move on and because I know a lot of people are going to be rolling their eyes and be like, oh, <laughs> this issue may be specific to a particular area or a particular geographical area uh, or maybe these issues don't happen, especially when it comes to FGM. We like to deny that oh, things like that don't happen. Maybe it's not that serious or they don't exist, that things like that. As someone that works in that field, how serious are these issues in Nigeria's context now, what are the numbers? What are, what are we looking at? So, um, for, for overall, like, let's say for abortion now, um, mm. I was looking at the statistics and it, it showed that 20,000 girls have abortions every year. Mm. Like today during the program, I was telling, I was asking some of the women, we had a program with market women in uh, one of these communities. And I was like, if 20,000 girls, and, I, and we all know that abortion is illegal in Nigeria. If 20,000 mm. girls are having this abortion, so who are the girls? Who, whose daughters are they? Because Nigeria mm-hmm. is also very religious. So now that, that, that mm-hmm. takes us aback. So when you want to discuss these issues with them, like, oh no, my picking, they do more. Ah. So mm. whose picking is doing it? You know, these are questions we need to ask ourselves. So, um, generally, that's a bad thing. And then abortion would even be if, if these girls know that, okay, there are safer, there are safer ways to have sex. You know, the mm-hmm. condoms, the IUDs, um, d- different contraceptives. You can go to, uh, you can just walk into a clinic. But then mm-hmm. walking, all of these things are, uh, they're, they're there quite all right because there are good NGOs that are really working towards access but most of the things that we're having the problem we're having in nigeria again is political will because um the other day i i I just i made an experiment i was in the hospital i was like okay let me just walk into the um uh, sexual reproductive um uh, area and yeah health clinic and i said okay let me just interact with the nurse and i was my my nephew but she assumed it was my child and i was just talking to her 
And they were like, oh, no, when you're having sex with your husband, I'm like, no, ma'am, I'm not married. This is my nephew and what I'm sexually active. But you could see, you could see, because this, this was an experiment. So you could see how shocked she looked. And the worst part of it was that her <laughs> friend came, her friend came and her friend was like, her friend was listening. I was like, this is a private conversation you're having with somebody. Why should your friend come here and be just about mama something, something and be interrupting the conversation at a government facility? I understand that, yes, we want to chit-chat, but then there need to be privacy. I am a 27-year-old. You can imagine if a 14-year-old or 15-year-old walked into mm-hmm. that place. The way she would be probably shamed, the way she's... She wouldn't even have that confidence, you know? Mm-hmm. So these are the issues that we want um, them. And there's this uh, strategy that UNFPA brought about. It's my body, my life, my world. And it just puts young people, their talents, their hopes, yeah. their unique needs, you know, at the very sus- uh, center of sustainable mm-hmm. development, yeah. you know? Uh, yes. And um, what else do we have? We have um, child marriage. And child marriage is prevalent here in the North. Good. So now we, we should we should we should we should not have every everybody every every child has their right every female male they have the right. So we should not infringe it or we should not um, use uh, biblical or what or Quranic yeah, uh, versus just, yeah, yeah religious aspects that, to try and control. Yes, culture so, yes. is transient, and if you say it's cultural, mm-hmm. culture is transient. You can't bring the culture of 1921 to fit in in this culture mm. of these days. That's 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 not how it is. So you know, um, the other day, Naptip um, nabbed a, fa- a father who his daughter he tried to force her into marriage. She refused, and he left her in a house for three years. And he 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 he, co- he caged her and all of those things. And it's really sad. If you could see the girl, that girl needs to go for proper psychological counseling. So it's terrible. So we need we need we need to as a country we need to put down that hypocritical aspect of us. Let's 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 be truthful to ourselves. Let's tell ourselves, okay, this is these are the issues that are happening. What can we do? How can we go forward mm-hmm. with this aspect? One in every three girls has experienced violence. The other um, few weeks back, we went to one of the communities and we we, we put out a questionnaire where uh, we, we asked these girls questions and all of those things. And I bet you 72% thereabouts said they have been violated. And did they tell anybody? No. We realized that most of this this was perpetrated by family members mm-hmm. as against to strangers or acquaintances so at the end of the day it re- you, you realize that these things are, are happening around you and one of the things we're telling the women to these are have conversations with your children one of the cases they're dealing with in kaduna here is a, a custom officer who violated his child and now the wife literally took him to court now that's mm-hmm. the, I understand how hard it is, but then leave society. What society? She don't say, "Oh, let's cover shame." Mm. No, please, your child yeah. will never forgive you for that. Please, let's just let let let's let's stop this. Oh, what would they say? What would they, my marriage? Mm. All of those things. I understand how it is. One of the women were telling us that oh, she was trying to talk about how they have to manage even if there's violence in the home because we asked them questions i was like mama if you're if you die now trying to manage in the home then what next who takes care of these children and if the man is an irresponsible child you have exposed that child to the world at an early age so who takes care of them they look up to the world for whatever 
That's why I said they should try and converse with them. I understand that most of them are illiterate. But then mm. that's why we want to create like a peer educator. Uh, sorry, like a safe space with peer mm. educators, male, female, where we, we reorientate them. We talk about all of those things. And then we talk about mm-hmm. masculinity, toxic masculinity, especially for the boys. How you're training the boys different from how you're training the girls. Let some of this gender roles. Let it, it, it's a life skill mm-hmm. for Christ's sakes. I don't know why cooking is so hard. I don't know. This is, it's not rocket science, baby. Like, just go exactly. to the... Yes. I, Sadia, I learned how to cook from YouTube. You would not even imagine. Literally, I just bought my... It's, I did not tell you to build a bomb. Personally, from what I've seen, patriarchal society is one of the things that perpetrates violence against women and girls. That, that mm-hmm. power, that power that, that says, oh, how dare this person who is my subordinate do yeah. this or speak to me in this manner, you know, and all of those things. And power is, is a drug. Mm. is a drug so I, I i want us as women that at this point you say no this is this is what you want and then you have conversations with whoever you're dating whoever you want to however you want to see your future and representations matter that's why we also talk about women in politics and all of those things. let women see who they want to be i want us to quickly talk about the, some of these laws and policies okay. which ones do you come across that really drives you nuts like some of these discriminatory laws for some of the discriminatory laws like one of them i can sorry i can't quote the subsection and all of those things Mm. but one of the discriminatory laws i saw was um for uh for uh, as a lady if you marry Mm -hmm. a man who is not a citizen of nigeria he can be a citizen of nigeria yeah because you're a woman but but if he, the man yes if the man marries yeah. uh, her another um, what do you call it somebody from another, abroad yes yeah. then he can be a citizen do you understand so uh all yeah. of these things are problematic and um mm-hmm. what else yeah if you i think if you violate if you violate uh if a man violates a woman is a it's it's it, you get get like a lesser sentence than when a woman violates a man <laughs> Are you no that can't be true. I'm telling you, I will send you the (laughs) subsections. I was like, what are these? In the police force, they have some some laws that are discriminatory to women. I want us to move on to possible solutions. You know, as a conservative nation that we are, Mm -hmm. what are some of those misconceptions and myths that we need to do away with? Um I know we've already talked about the um menstruation part of it, the shame that's that's associated with it and all of that what are those common misconceptions that you know we just need to forget hmm. for one of the misconceptions for us is um the religious aspect as i said mm-hmm. let religion be a personal journey so and then mm-hmm. fear let's let's stop um this society of um this um sorry this atmosphere of fear trying to input fear into your children oh don't do this or else you die don't do this or else you die I'm growing up and say, ah, don't do abortion, you will die. It's unsafe abortion that kills. I don't know if you watch sex education. They literally, you go to a yeah. clinic, you do all of those things, and then that's just it. <laughs> it's, it's, this, these are the problems. Now, I'm not saying that, or I'm not advocating for abortion, although, I, my personal belief, abortion is a human right. It's, it's, it's my right to mm-hmm. know if I want to do this or not. It's my body, my right. You know, but then it's it's not legal in Nigeria. But Nigeria, a lot of things are not legal. But hey, they do it. I was with some AYPs yeah. the other day. That's adolescent and young people um, meeting the other day, and 
some of them they, 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 we had we had some of them who were gays lesbians and all of those things and they were speaking about the men who patronize them the men who pay them yeah these are these are your oh, senators there's just... <laughs> These yeah, are your governors. Ah, <laughs> so these conversations, no, no, no. we need to have them. Mm. We need to have them. You know the mm. you know the beat that when it comes to raising your daughter, right, your child in your home, where when she's of that pubescent age, mm-hmm. and you're telling her if you go close to men, you get right, pregnant. Right, right. You know, Nigerian parents naturally don't open up sex conversations with their kids, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be like that. Right. They should be able to get you know guidance in the home or in sexual reproductive clinics and right. things like that. If they don't have the right education, right. the right information to help them make informed choices, it, that's when the whole problems and mistakes happen. Right. And uh, I think at the end of the day, parents, even if you cannot speak, you can literally mm-hmm. go and say, oh, hi, I want, I want uh, maybe you identify somebody who, mm-hmm. who is an expert in sexual reproductive health. I say, oh, hey, I want you to speak to my daughter about these things, these mm-hmm. issues. Yeah. You understand? Because it's not every parent yeah. that is able to come out of that shell. And I don't blame them. It's because of years of conditioning of how they were taught. Yeah. On learning, certain issues is it, one of the most hard. hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's yeah. an everyday effort. Yeah. It's not everybody. Yeah. Some people, I believe, don't have that ability. Maybe they don't try. Mm. Maybe that's their makeup or whatnot. Mm. I don't know. That's their personal decision. But I, I need you to understand that life is ever-changing. Life is revolving. Mm. If your children don't learn from you or from um, from informed um, uh, 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 information, they're going to learn it from somewhere else. They're exactly. gonna experiment and it may from be somewhere. The wrong information. Thank you yes. very much. It will be it will be the wrong, and then it's 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 a whole new story, you know. So the importance of creating a safe space mm-hmm. for your kids. Yes. No. It's, it's, it cannot it's, be over. Yes, it cannot exactly. be over, uh, emphasized enough. Like you need you need to create all of those things. When we go to the schools, when we when we talk to these young girls, you see them coming out. And one of the things I love to do is that I love to share my own stories about my sexual mm. stories and all of those things. And you see how excited they are. Like, ah, auntie's talking about mm. this thing. I'm like, yes, <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's discuss it. Let's have this conversation. <laughs> It's normal. You're growing up. You're having emotions towards a guy. You like this. You like it's natural. That don't make you having a spiritual problem. That's that's mm. that's that's part of teenagehood. Another thing I wanted to ask him yeah. is: um, Are there rights? Do you know of any rights that you know women have that that are actually not being enforced? You know, are there laws that are protecting girls in our constitution that are not being enforced? We have laws, but then it's time, it's, um, the, the thing is enacting those laws and mm. then justice. Can you truly get justice? Mm. You can't get, it's hard to get justice. There are cases, rape cases, there's one of the rape cases I attended the court. It's been on for three years. When do they want to do and this guy's a serial rapist that has raped three girls in that community in Zaria. You know, it's really hard, especially with rape cases. It's hard for you to prove rape cases, especially when the person does not go to report immediately. In your opinion, as just normal citizens, as human beings, how can we raise more awareness? How can we help these issues? Um, for me, I'll say um, we can increase access to um sexual reproductive health and right right now we just need to increase access 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 and then sensitizing the health um providers 
we need to sensitize them, make them understand. Like um, one of the sexual assault and referral center, one of the things they keep re- uh, reorientating their security and all of them. you don't ask those people questions. Like just mm-hmm. try and be uh, have empathy and try and usher the person. You can't be harsh. You have to be calm and all of those things. Just teach them how to handle these young people, how to handle these cases and all of those things. So these are the things that as people, we need to understand. We have to keep sensitizing people. So uh, one of the programs we want to do going forward, um, uh, hopefully we get enough funding for that, is that we want to go to the younger ones. But this is not about sexual reproductive health. Although, yes, it's gender equality. But then for gender equality to thrive, you have to go to the smaller ones and sensitize them, especially Mm -hmm. on gender roles. Those are our main focus, to put that out. To put that out for those those young people, for them to know. Some of these things, they are social projection. Nobody was born. Um, gender roles are social, uh, societal projection. Sorry, it's society that told you this is what you are supposed to do as this. Mm. This is what you're supposed to do as this. So this is why I want to go there, want to reorientate them, and I advise everybody to talk about it. Let let especially Nigeria now as a whole. Let our institutions talk about it. Let our our pastors, our imams, our uh, 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 chairman of uh, local this or uh, or what they call it, Emir. And thank God for the Emir of Sanusi. He's speaking about it. You yeah, know, let's talk yeah. about these things. Let's let's stop this hypocrisy. Because at the end of the day, I realize sometimes these Emirs, um, these chieftains, they perpetrate these crimes. Pastors, they perpetrate these crimes. Imams, they perpetrate these crimes. They do it and go scot-free. One of the cases they had, a man raped his two-year-old, his, his friend's two-year-old. And at the end of the day, the, the, the father wanted to prosecute as every normal father will. But at some point, the imams, the, the head of the Emir or the, I don't know what they call the community, little chiefs, not Emir, but yeah, the, the Sarkin and Wa or something, he called for him and I don't know what he told him. Then the father said, oh, let them leave bygone for bygone. God has made it happen, blah, blah, blah. This is wrong. We need to checkmate what they are being told. And this thing is, again, is tied to education. If only our yeah. educational system would be just as good. Let people learn these things for themselves. Leave people. Let them search for God themselves. Let them search for that divine power themselves. Yes, you're there to guide them, mm-hmm. aid them. So apart from your organization, mm-hmm. um, do you know of any you know, organizations that are doing similar or helping little girls and young women and all of that uh yeah um my my organization Bueller future leaders foundation so um there's iwi there's um hope builders foundation uh that's the ones in kaduna anyways then um there's women youth peace and security which i'm part of the network it's a network that was born from un women but again as people we have to want that change for ourselves nobody from outside comes and give you the change that you need that's about it thank you so much for thank i have picked up one or two things and i hope someone else has that's the whole point of this conversation right things like this so Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you everyone for listening. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to comment and send your feedback, send your thoughts until I come your way next.